nerds welcome to cosplaying cocktails this is Paige and I'm Jesse as always as always uh Jesse we have a really exciting episode today yeah but before we get into that uh are you feeling curious about anything over there I sure am What is, I guess, something cosplay or nerdy geekdom related that is like common knowledge, but was a blind spot for you? Ooh, I think sometimes the only thing that really comes to mind is like when we have people on the podcast and they talk about like how they do things and, but that doesn't really count. I don't think that counts. I was going to say like, and I'll be like, oh my God, that, that's so simple. How have I never thought of that? Um, but that's probably the only thing that comes to mind. It's something that blindsided me. I don't know. I don't know. I think I either don't have an answer or that's the best I got. What about you? I think, uh, honestly, the one that like immediately comes to mind, I'm sure there are kind of a lot, but like using magnets to attach things right to, like I couldn't think of anything specific but I was like like we always like anytime yeah, we talk like to another cosplayer like, they say like oh well, I did blah 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 and we'll be like oh my gosh why didn't we think of that yeah, like, like there's a lot of them but that's the one that I think is probably the most like uh most uh I guess far yeah yeah like you know, that, that I feel like a lot of people, like, it's one of those that, like, since we heard about it at Grand Rapids Con, mm-hmm. or, like, since we went to that panel at Grand Rapids Con, I was like, I feel like I see it everywhere now, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, it makes so much sense, like, and I've seen, like, you know, like, people have, like, those little shoulder buddies that they wear at, like, theme parks and stuff, mm-hmm. and, like, I knew those were attached with magnets, it's just not something that I've ever uh thought about I think I'm gonna try to attach a piece with magnets to my costume I'm working on Ooh, exciting lights to it I think probably one of the um, I I have a more specific answer now that I've time to think about it one of one of our cosplay interviews that we did uh, we were just kind of discussing wigs and um one of this person's uh, wig creations that I was really impressed with. And she told me, I said that, you know, I, in my mind, wigs should be really easy for me since I do hair, but like that, I just, I've not figured them out yet for the most part. Like I, I really struggle with wig styling. And she said that I needed to stop looking at it like natural fibers. I needed to start thinking of working with it more like plastic. And mm. I thought that was or really, like, yeah, or like fabric or yarn. right, right. And I was like, oh, like, okay. So like, since then I've dyed, you know, a wig with fabric dye and I've, uh, I've, I've used glue instead of hairspray, you know, stuff like that. Like it's been that, that was a really one that just kind of like smacked me in the face, I guess. So I think specifically that's my answer, but we always, we always learn things. So, uh, Jesse cocktail corner. Uh, actually, 
we have some exciting special guests for Cocktail Corner and the rest of the episode today. Uh, please welcome Historically Laced. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us. We're happy to be here. Yeah, we're so excited you guys could be on. We've talked about you before on the podcast, and I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit more. What are you guys sipping on first and foremost? So we have a homestyle old fashioned. Kind of goes with our name being historically laced. We wanted to do more of a classic cocktail. And it's got um, some winter spice in it Ooh. just to give it kind of a twist. And then a black pepper bitter. Ooh. <laughs> That's fancy. Fancy, fancy. What was the first thing you said you put in there? A winter spice. What is so that? It's got like a uh, kind of like essence of cloves and. It's a, a maple winter spice. So instead of just a simple syrup, it's got this nice little extra clove taste to it. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, I've never heard of that before. It's probably better than the uh, candy heart old fashioned. Uh, <laughs> I anticipate it probably was. Jesse, what are you sipping on? Well, so I went the opposite way of oh. uh, an old classic uh, historical drink. Uh, let me ask you, have you ever heard of a Borg? Not a Borg like a um, from Star Trek. Uh, uh, Jesse Borg. Uh, Borg from young people, Gen Z. Yes. I work with youth. I don't so know they what that have, is. They've informed me. Well, I'll tell you. They've informed me of a thing called the Borg. That's all the rage for the young people to drink. <laughs> Do you know what Borg stands for? Yeah, it's uh, Black Outrage Gallon is what oh, Jesus. the acronym is. Now this, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll go there. I don't anticipate that I'm going black out. So <laughs> I'll go over what is in mine. But so... Uh, our students were talking about them. Uh, and what they do is it's basically like uh, what we would have called jungle juice. Yeah, our, I was going to say, this sounds like jungle juice already. But except for you get like a gallon, they'll buy a gallon of distilled water. Because I went to buy distilled water for the lab. because So I was like, I'll just go run to the closest grocery store, get uh, some water for the lab. They didn't have any distilled water. No purified water gallons at all so the I outrage. asked I was like what's going on and they're like oh it's all the college students buying them for the TikTok so I was like what the heck so I asked my students I was like why are y'all buying water for TikTok like what's going on <laughs> Borg that's what's going on so they take the gallon of water and they dump some of it out or drink some of it and then they put in like um electrolyte packets or like caffeine, basically like Kool-Aid or like pre-workout and then the cheapest vodka that they can get their hands on generally. Crystal Palace. Yeah. Uh, or Kamchatka. That was where my, my mind went. Or Burnett. <laughs> One of my students specifically recommended cherry Burnett's and I said, I will literally pass oh, away no. if I drink <laughs> even one sip of cherry Burnett's, I will <laughs> die. We'll cease to exist. So I let our we got a thing in the uh, our email about the Borgs from a like uh what's it called like a responsible consumption mm -hmm. specialist I guess. So like they were saying that like not that they're encouraging students to drink a Borg, but like basically that if our students are gonna 
drink anyway, that these are kind of a safer option. It helps them mitigate the risk because it's in an enclosed container, like with a yeah, lid. Yeah, I heard that. they saying jug. that since you have, since you know exactly how much you put into it. Right, uh, it's right. It's a closed container. You're not sharing mm -hmm. it with anyone that it really right. is. Yeah. So like, basically there is, there's the, the thing that we got sent is, uh, like, again, like a responsible consumption specialist saying like, I'm going to make a Borg and here's how I make my Borg, you know, like someone my age or maybe <laughs> a little bit older, like a woman in her early forties. And she was like, uh, and she was also saying, you know, like if you put more water in it, like you're getting water and electrolytes with your alcohol, so, you know, it can be a little, so I was like, I'm going to make myself Borg. So you also have to give it a pun name. Oh, uh, like oh, no. hers. This lady's was called Ruth, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, oh my God. My I, oh named my God. Mine. I couldn't think of anything that good that I didn't steal. So I named mine Yorick Borgerson after <laughs> Yorick Bernerson from his dark materials. Mine has two cans of Diet Mountain Dew, two bottles of Body Armor Light Strawberry Lemonade, and two cans of Prickly Pear Hard Topo Chico. So mm. basically the only alcohols in it is two Hard Topo Chico. So I reckon I'll be all right. It actually tastes really good. I tasted it before. I would recommend not putting in the Diet Mountain Dew though. Um, I would recommend some Cherry Burnett's, buddy. No, absolutely <laughs> not. The thought of Cherry Burnett's like makes my bone hurt. Well. I'm drinking uh, something just totally different from either of those. I made myself a, like, clean out the refrigerator Bloody Mary. Um, sounds disgusting. <laughs> well, like, like, I get it. It's not. This Bloody it's Mary It's not even, like, us. that complicated. I just didn't have, I had tomato juice and I had vodka and I was like, Bloody Mary. Um, but, like, that's not enough for a Bloody Mary for me. I need things. I need different flavors and I did not have what I would typically use. So I just poured, we had some spicy pickles downstairs and I just poured a bunch of spicy pickle juice in it. And that's my Bloody Mary. Um, should, so just That's just a Bloody Mary. Why did you describe it in the most disgusting way possible? <laughs> well, because it's not how I would normally make, like that's not my normal Bloody Mary recipe. And it normally, I mean, I think that there's more that goes into it. I felt like I was like hodgepodging it together. So yeah, no, uh, if I, the only way I'm going to, uh, I want one of those Bloody Marys that has like a entire chicken sandwich on the side. Yeah, that's Ooh, fair. I basically, great. I just want a chicken sandwich. Yeah. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't really he care. He doesn't actually Bloody like Bloody Marys that much. No, I don't actually like Bloody Marys, but like, I will like, if that's a way to get a chicken sandwich, then I would order it to get the chicken sandwich. <laughs> that's fair. Well. Okay, so now that we all know that we're sufficiently hydrated, let's get into the episode and talk with our friends Historically Laced. Once again, thank you guys for being on with us. We really appreciate it, and we're so excited to get to talk to you guys more in depth. We met you at Comic Palooza 2021, um, and it was just kind of like a walk by each other in the lobby of the hotel, and we like commented on your outfit, and then we watched you later in the contest. And uh, we were just so excited about your outfits and how they looked. And um, so we immediately added you on social media. And that was just a fun little thing because we've kind of kept in touch uh, via social media since. Yeah. Is it really 2021? 
that we used to I mean, that? I like think so. Year. Yeah, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my because gosh. yeah, it was our first. It was our first comic palooza. Um, it was our first comic palooza too. Oh, was it really? Yeah, yeah. It's the first cosplay competition we ever did. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Man, you guys killed that. Well, before we get into competitions and stuff, um, so where did you guys come up with your cosplay name, Historically Laced? Um, so when we first started, uh, we, well, we started cosplaying because we got into the uh, Renfest scene. And so okay. our very first cosplay name was Renfest Disney. But then as we started to make more costumes and start to kind of branch out, we decided that we wanted something that was a bit more encompassing. We said, well, we do a lot of historically inspired costumes. So our cosplays have a lot of histo- history laced through them. And that was, and that was kind of that. like the jumping off board. So it's like, it's, our costumes are historically laced. That's awesome. That's really cute. I uh, you mentioned the Renfest and that's kind of where uh, you started. How long have you been costuming together? Oh my gosh. We don't talk about time. Time is a construct <laughs> that we, we don't like to put a number on it, but it's been like 10 years. <laughs> but if we did, it would be 10 years. <laughs> If we did, it's been over a decade. Oh. <laughs> So you said that you cosplayed uh, beginning kind of at Ren Fairs. Um, did you guys do that together? Have you guys been just like, were you guys childhood friends? Were you, what? how did you guys meet and how did you start cosplaying together? Well, it's kind of a funny story because I was wearing a, uh, or I had Tinkerbell as like a, a pencil case or notebook or something in college. And you had the, you had the I t-shirt. Had the t-shirt? Yes. Okay. And then you sat down next to me and then put your pencil case out that had Tinkerbell on it. And so we kind of just like immediately connected in college and we've been friends ever since. Kind of how we got into cosplay though, is we were going to Renfest and we were just wearing Renfest inspired outfits, nothing that was actually cosplay related, but people kept on calling us Anna and Elsa, even though we didn't have the hair, we didn't have the colors or anything like that. They just kept on calling us Anna and Elsa. And so we're like, well, let's do it. We hear that so much. I think there's probably no other two characters that people think they see that they don't than Anna and Elsa. Right. Like, I think agree. we've had, I, I bet you we've talked to, I've been in my Daenerys, I've been mistaken for Anna before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or for Elsa, Elsa. Yeah. Yes. And I bet you we talk to someone or we hear someone will be at a con and we'll see a character. And there's like so many other characters that get confused for them. There's probably 20 characters that I have seen someone be like, oh, there's Elsa. Elsa seems to be the primary culprit. <laughs> but like you said, even if even if there's not really like even a real hint of, you know. I can see Daenerys, like, especially if you're not super familiar with either property, like, okay, but I've definitely seen some people get called like frozen that I'm like, that's not even what, what? Basically, if it's the blonde hair and the blue color palette, everybody's like, Ooh, Elsa. It's a color palette that works. So there's a lot of characters that have it. Because it's aesthetic. Guess what? They're just, they're all Elsa now. So they're all Elsa. That's what I reckon we should do. I'm going to try, maybe I'll try to do that for Dragon Con this year. I'll do a mashup of all 
the characters that get <laughs> mistaken for Elsa from Frozen. <laughs> and then, but then literally everyone will just think I'm Elsa from Frozen. Right. So you might as well just cosplay as Elsa from Frozen. Yeah. So you guys met in college. You kind of bonded over your um, love of Disney and then started going to Ren Fairs. So what about Ren Fairs? What is it that you love? Like what drew you to those and um like did you just automatically be like oh we want to start like we want to start wearing the outfits or you know because we we love a Ren Fair too and I would say that it's pretty half and half a lot of the time on people who are dressed up even a little bit and people just in everyday clothes um so I you know there's a good amount of people that go and don't cosplay so is that just something you guys were like nope we're doing that so when we first started we just rented costumes like we rented some skirts and bodices from a local costume shop here. Mm -hmm. And then with people constantly calling us like the Disney princesses, we were like, let's lean into this. Let's, let's do it. And one year we sat upstairs at my house and kind of planned it out. We're like, let's, let's take Anna and Elsa. Let's say that they are living in Renfest times and just go through and make the, make the gowns. And I think one of the things that really drew us to Renfest uh, first and foremost was just the community like our home fair is Sherwood Forest Fair it's out just outside of Austin and we absolutely love going there because you walk in you see a lot of the same people and even if you don't know them like you see them you see the progression of their costume every single year you see all the different things that they've changed everything that they've put into it and it's just a really cool feeling to go and see see all the changes but see everything that has stayed the same and also too, we, uh, even when we weren't cosplaying and we were just dressing up in those costumes we rented, we made a pack that even when we were 80 years old and a walker, we were going to be dressing up in costume <laughs> at Renfest because it's just so much fun to escape for a day in a place that isn't quite the norm that we have here in society. For sure. We love, uh, we love rent fairs. And unfortunately there's only one super close. I mean, it's not even super close to us. It's about three hours for both of us. It's just for us, it's after con season, we've had a little bit of break after our last con of the year generally. And, um, it's a cosplay that we don't, we don't put as much work into our Ren Fair cosplays a lot of the time. They're just more like fun, like playing with things we probably wouldn't do for a convention. And it's just kind of this nice like refresh after the stress of Dragon Con cosplays and stuff. And then we go and it's just, it's such a vibe. We're always like, this is such a vibe. We, this, we love this. So we totally feel it. Um, <laughs> as a cosplaying duo, do you always cosplay together? Like, do you ever not match? There's been a couple of times where we haven't matched. Um, and the, those times are when we get our husbands involved. <laughs> yeah. So we'll like match with them, but then kind of have the same theme overall. Like right. we did uh, Dapper Day at Disneyland and uh, Stephanie and her husband were Rapunzel and Flynn. And then oh. my husband and I did Hercules and Meg. So we were all still like 1950s style clothing, but the two different couples. Right. So it probably, I was going to ask how that felt. Like if you're like, mm, no, I wish we would have cosplayed together. But, you know, if you if you've got your husband's as part of it, I can see that. But a lot of times when we wear our own cosplays, we're like, well, wish we would have done one together. Or I feel that way anyway, sometimes um, I wish I we would have done a matching one. 
I will say when we get our husbands involved, it's definitely dragging them into it and making oh, everything okay. for them. <laughs> I don't know if they truly enjoy it. They're like totally in the same room as us. So they're totally hearing this conversation right now. Um, but I, I will say that if I were to do cosplay alone, I probably wouldn't do it. But the fact that, you know, I have my partner in crime, Carissa, then I can do everything and anything that we want to put together. <laughs> so it just makes it that much better with friends, to be honest. Oh, Jesse, why don't you ever say sweet stuff like that? On me? <laughs> I do every once in a while. I have before. <laughs> I am certain I have before. Maybe not that exactly. <laughs> also really good motivation because one of the things I've noticed is like if I get to a point in my cosplay and I can't figure something out I don't want to keep going in the back of my head I'm like man Stephanie's over at her house working on her cosplay <laughs> she's she's making it work she's figuring it out I can't let her down have you guys ever had that happen where like you, you are both working on something and one of yours just does not work out and you're like, I got to pull out of this cosplay build that we're doing together. I think we've abandoned elements, but never like a full cosplay. No, yeah. there's definitely been times where like, I mean, in every cosplay that you build, you have that kind of like, I hate this. This is ugly. I hate everything I've done with this. Thanks. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but we power through because it, again, it is that motivation. It's like, okay, well, she is working on it. I need to work on it too, in order to make sure that we are ready for the due date that we have. Yeah. We always kind of have like a, okay. I, we need to know, the other person needs to know by this day if you're going to be able to pull this together because otherwise we're going to have to come up with something else. And for us, I think we've only had to really abandon one that I can one. think of. Yeah, that's. I was thinking the same thing. I think there's only one that we've like full, and we, we haven't, we still might do it. Like it was just the fact that like, we still might do it. Like yeah. it's just that like, the, what I was going to say is like, I think the reason that we've only had the one that we've had to completely abandon is because both of us were struggling with it. Like, like you said, if there's just one of us struggling, you think about, well, like, you know, I might be like, like, I'm really struggling with this and then be like, but Paige is like done. And so, you know, I don't want to just abandon it like I'll figure out something else like maybe I can't like you said maybe I can't do this one element or maybe I have to change this one thing but like I don't want to just give up on it completely but then when like we were both we we're really pressed for time like we started doing it way too close to the con and then we both were kind of struggling and I was like okay we we got like eventually we got to call it so I was like let's just yeah. like put it off till so we still may do it one day but nope. uh, which one is that the one so uh, <laughs> we haven't I would well, no, we finally did talk about it I think on our think like year roundup um we were <laughs> we were gonna do a death to smoochie cosplay oh <laughs> yeah it's uh not a very <laughs> uh popular film I guess yeah. with anyone but us it's the Robin uh, Williams film yeah yeah robin williams and edward norton, edward norton yeah who was gonna um, be smoochie page was we weren't gonna do like full-on we weren't gonna i wasn't gonna do like an actual suit i was gonna do like part of his suit like when he's like walking around in like half the suit it was gonna be really cringy um but i think it was really gonna like <laughs> make jesse and i happy 
Yeah. And like, it's one of those, like the people who like death to smoochie and would get it, like would freak out. Like they'd be so excited. Cause I know we would, if we saw death to smoochie cosplay, which we never have. So, so if you had to pick your partner in crimes, strong suit with cosplay. Yeah. Or friendship, whichever (laughs) we like, or both, you know, you do how you that want is to. a good question. That is a really good question. I already have mine though because it's easy for what is it? <laughs> embroidery. Oh my gosh, <laughs> she is so good at the hand embroidery. It's so admirable. I was so jealous early on at how much she was able to embroider and make beautiful projects. I would always like be showing her off. People like, oh, did you make that? I'm like, yeah, she hand embroidered <laughs> all of this. Can you believe it? <laughs> Um, I was so jealous. I ended up buying a machine to do it because I am not as anywhere near talented as she is when it comes to that. Oh, shucks. <laughs> uh, for me, I'm going to say it's all the, the, the little details that you put into everything. Like you've got a really cool way of taking the essence of the character and distilling it down and having all these little tiebacks to different parts of their story and like working different details into like the buttons, the trims, the, uh, the, the shapes of the outfits. Like there's, it's always so cool to see your designs because we, we work on everything separately. And so yeah. we don't see the full product until we're both together the first time we're wearing it. And I'm over here geeking out on everything that she has made because everything is just so cool. Oh my gosh, back at you. Like we literally, as soon as we see each other, it is a moment of just like, we have to take like five minutes and I'm pretty sure our husbands are like, what are you guys doing? Because we're like, oh my God, this, and oh my gosh, this, oh, what'd you do here? Oh my gosh, that looks amazing. <laughs> so we just like have a moment when we see each other for the first time in the full thing. Probably doesn't help that we don't really try things on until like we're actually <laughs> We are the poster uh, well, children for Con Crunch. First of all, you guys are so stinking sweet. I can't even <laughs> handle it. Um, but secondly, I was going to say, Jesse and I are kind of the same way. You know, we very rarely, I think, see each other's cosplays in progress. But we obviously, like, we send each other a lot of selfies and a lot of, like, pictures of what we're doing and being like, well, shit, this didn't work. Or, yeah. you know, hey, look what really did work. Or you know, question, like, what what do you think about this? And we sit, like, we're always sending each other um, good or bad updates. Um, I usually (laughs) do try to at least try everything on before the con, but a lot of times I'll forget to take a picture and then you'll be like, I want to see it. And I'm like, "Uh, no, I'm not putting that back on. Like, I already did it. It's fine. Yeah. You don't don't need to see it. I'm too lazy. So, you guys are another cosplay duo what do you think in your opinion what are the pros and cons for you guys uh, as having to kind of coordinate with somebody along the way so I think one of the major pros is like what I touched on earlier is it just really helps with motivation because I'm the kind of person that likes to put stuff off and I will keep putting stuff off but if I know that someone else is working on it then that kind of kicks me into gear to start working on things a pro for me is um, I'm really an introvert, surprisingly. Uh, I am really good at pretending to be an extrovert, but I'm totally an introvert. 
And, She's lying. <laughs> and so when we go to a con and like, or we go to RenFest and we're wearing the outfits, I'm like, oh gosh, I don't, I'm kind of embarrassed. And, and just being able to do it with someone else is just, it makes you that much more confident because you're like, okay, well, I'm not the only one wearing this kind of outfit. I have a partner in crime to do this with. So that way it's not that weird. Um, I think Jesse's the op opposite. I think she is an uh, extrovert pretending to be an introvert. <laughs> no. Well, here's the thing is that I, I don't know, like in, in like, I'm very different. Like, even if I'm by myself, in costume like i'm just a lot more confident talking to people i would consider myself also to be very introverted but then like for whatever reason at con or in costume i'm like i got this i can i can handle this because i think i think it almost gives you like permission to be weird or permission to be kind of awkward like it's kind of an awkward thing to do to be an adult to and dress up in you know a crazy elaborate costume and you know be walking around in public you know at a convention center or like downtown in a major u.s city in you know huge wings or a three and a half foot wig with you know six pounds of jewels and flowers um <laughs> uh, but what's weird about like, that well i'm just saying yeah, like you know what i mean that? like that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, but I think like it, it makes me feel more comfortable. Cause I'm like, like <laughs> the aesthetic matches my weirdness. That's like, fair. Ladies, is there anything that you're like, and what comes to mind for me is like what you talked about earlier, kind of being a good thing. Uh, maybe a con would be like, oh no, I have to finish this because she's finished <laughs> hers. And now I'm, you know, beholden to this, um, or, you know, just, feeling like you always have to match or, you know, anything like that. So before we get into the actual cons themselves, I am such a nerd when you said cons, my mind went to conventions. <laughs> and, and I, I like, honestly, almost okay. Okay. Oh, I did. I just, I, I, okay. Yeah. No, I still thought I think we all went you on that said journey. that. I'm yeah. so sorry. I, I thought about I it. Like, <laughs> no, I thought that you were just, I was like, that was kind of an out of nowhere question. But like, okay, I guess she just thought of it. I, oh, I did not pick up on that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I we're thought about it nerds. when I was like reading that we hadn't talked about cons yet. I was like, maybe I should be like, oh, uh, not to, you know, confused with the other kind of call. I, yeah. I but I could never figure Drawbacks. out. Drawbacks. So. Drawbacks you mean well what one of the first ones that comes to mind is just being two adults with adult schedules is it's really hard to coordinate and For get sure. things on our schedule so that we can both go so we have to plan things out literally six months to a year in advance right she says this yeah. but i feel like it's her schedule that's actually the issue i'm just yeah. <laughs> okay yes i am the problem hello it's me <laughs> I think, it, it, you know, you kind of already hit upon it. The con for me, it's like flipping on your pro. It kind of is like you're accountable for finishing a cosplay because you have committed to this group thing and mm -hmm. the con crunch becomes that much more real. Um, I've, I've seen con crunch videos and whatnot. I feel like we go that much more intense because you can't abandon you. You have someone who's already finished it or you at least perceive has finished it. 
And so you have to take it to the finish line too. And there's just that kind of like pressure, but again, it's a motivator as well. So it's kind of like a pro and con in one. Okay, Jesse, I know you're not being interviewed, but what is your answer to this? To like the biggest con of us costuming together? Yeah. Or the biggest pro? Uh, you know, if you've got a pro, you can throw, I was curious about your con, but you can uh, the biggest whatever. the To me, the biggest pro, the pro came right to my brain, or at least a pro. And I think that's like inspiration. Like a lot of times now I will be like, I have no idea what I want to do for this upcoming con like we know we're going I'd like to put something new together mm-hmm. but no idea like you know the, the our first con of the year that we've got coming up next month that I'm working on right now even though I was lied to about this fabric it was supposed to be cotton poly blend it's 100% polyester I'm certain of it mm-hmm. I'm positive they're lying to me I've been lied to call the police call the police <laughs> yeah so that costume is one that you kind of like we kind of collaborated I guess to come to an idea or like sometimes and that's kind of how it happens anymore is we call each other spend a good day on the phone and just kind of like throw out ideas and see what sticks right and like maybe we could do this or maybe we can do this or like sometimes you'll just straight up have an idea and be like okay I absolutely want to do I'm doing this with without you yeah yeah, so that's the big like the pro that came to my mind. I don't know about con. Uh I guess the biggest con would be that if something goes wrong with one of ours, then the other person is kind of like, ooh, dude, like either you have to just wear something without, you know, like you kind of have to make that choice of am I gonna change too? Or has that happened? The only one, like (laughs) when we're matching, the only one I can think of is Catwoman. Last year, Dragon Con, your Catwoman. Oh yeah. Um, you're right. You're right. Like if yeah, like if something, uh, yeah. So that's really the only con. Like I think it helps that like I just don't like, you know, I don't. (laughs) I guess I don't feel. I don't know. I was going to say, I don't feel beholden to you, but that word is so like too intense. Like, (laughs) Like, I know that if something really like, if I, even if you had your costume done, if I absolutely, absolutely hated mine, like you wouldn't be upset if I didn't. So yeah, that's really the only con. What about you? What's your con? Like you had something. I know. I really didn't. I just was like, oh, I want what oh. jesse hates about yeah. this friendship no, so i my pro would be just like it's another thing that we get to do together and my con would be um i i think that sometimes it can cause a little bit of stress on our friendship not big stress but i think sometimes like we can get aggravated with each other like if we haven't made up our minds yet or yeah that's true but I reckon we'd find but it's not nothing it's nothing you know it's nothing insane or friendship ending but it's just one of those things that I'm like you know yeah that's that's a good one but like I said I reckon that we probably find something else it's all very it's all it's never I don't think we've ever had a cosplay 
based fight. Like, I don't think yeah. we've ever, Obviously, you know, but it's just. I'd say you guys probably feel the same, but if the pros didn't outweigh the cons, we wouldn't do it anymore. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, that's what we said about, that's what we've said about this podcast the whole time. Right, like, this say, is yeah. just something for fun. And yes, like we love the places it's taken us and the opportunities it's given us and the people we've met, but like, we are only doing this until it's not, you know, until it becomes not fun, which hopefully it doesn't. One of us dies. <laughs> or one of us dies. But, if, you know, if, if, here's the thing. If I died, you have my permission to replace me on the podcast. Um, I'll just use like an AI. Yeah. If I die, I require all of your cosplays to be in mourning from, the, from that point on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You gotta, um, oh you gotta die make the Anna with like, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> the parents die. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I reckon that's something you could do. Like I said, just die on my back. Like, Rit dye black. Get like <laughs> black veil put with all of them. Add veils to everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be like a, a thing you could do. Probably make That's people it. like me. That would make people like me cry at con though. Like if I saw someone that was like, I'm doing this for my friend that passed away, I just like, well, now I'm crying. Thanks. Well, now it's sad. <laughs> kind of like the the lady at Dragon Con that they exactly that's exactly what I was thinking of. Mm. oh the yeah. game of thrones one yes yeah, yeah. like great i mean like again like they're more than welcome to pay tribute to their friend but i was like yeah yeah it's sad I, she shouldn't have ever died she just live forever <laughs> or at least till i die right right i only want until i die i only want bad people to die is that so much to ask no. not at all I don't feel like no. it is perfectly reasonable request so uh we mentioned this on the podcast before but uh and you uh have mentioned it already but uh we love a mashup cosplay we know that you've done some <laughs> mashup cosplays so what do you think it is that draws you to those or what is it that you like about doing a mashup costume so much I think one of the things is just the freedom and creativity you have because when you're doing a mashup, you can take the parts that you like best of a character, and then you don't have anyone who's going to judge you for screen accuracy. I would 100% echo that. As a person who's only done one screen accurate cosplay, it was absolute hell. I hated it. It's the one that you guys met us in with Scarlet Witch. Okay. It was just okay. That's why I was going to say that one, from memory, again, it's been, I guess, two years uh, but I was like, from memory, that one was pretty accurate. So I reckon that must be it. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was total hell. Uh, but yeah, it's at that point, you can kind of do whatever you want with it. It's your creation. Um, you have the power to say what works and what doesn't. And it just, it also makes a fun twist for everybody. They, they kind of see you at a Ren Fest and they're like, oh, you're pirate Thor and Loki. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. And so they, they it's kind of like a little like, moment for everybody else too to recognize you in something different and it's not the the you know traditional way to do it yeah it kind of adds like an interactive element to it because you see people look at you and you get to see their realization come over their faces like they they have that look like this this looks familiar but i can't oh i know what it is <laughs> yeah we i mean we feel the exact same way like it yeah. gives us the creativity to um make the changes we want because a lot of times like we are probably more drawn to male characters cosplay wise 
but then we want to, you know, uh, do a gender bent version of that. And then there's always other, you know, there's always stuff about a costume that just aren't feasible or just is aesthetically not the look you're going for or whatever. Um, but it just, like you said, just gives you so many more options to play with it and make it your own and not have to worry about it being screen accurate. Yeah. I guess if you get something wrong, there's not as much pressure. It's like, who's going to know? No yeah. Gonna know. Only you're How gonna would know. they know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I I think oh I yeah I've done very very few screen accurate costumes. A lot of my first cosplays were like comic characters or um, cartoons because then you you get more freedom there as well because mm-hmm. like you know frame to frame they might look very different. So then you're like eh, somebody can say it's wrong, and I'll be like actually if you look at this frame from uh page 159 the cell it's it does look like that so in the face but nobody ever does I always have like prepared defenses for like when people say stuff and then nobody ever does so I'm like oh well I'm gonna use my prepared defense of my car that's called anxiety friend um yep so (laughs) um so you guys uh, like we mentioned earlier, you competed in the Comic Palooza 2021 uh, cosplay contest where we met you guys, and then you just recently competed at D23, um, the 2022 Mouse What other competitions have you guys done, and is that something you both equally enjoy doing, or is that one something that one of you is more interested than the other? So I think those are the only two. Icky-con. Oh, IckyCon, IckyCon, yes. <laughs> that one too. <laughs> What's IckyCon? Uh, it's a, a local anime con here in Austin. Okay. It's uh, one of the winter conventions. And we, we compete in the Renaissance Festival costume contest too. They're just not the same level. It's just kind of like you stand in front of the crowd and like they pick and, someone. And those ones also right. aren't judged on craftsmanship. No. Right. Just crowd, crowd yeah. interaction. Yeah. yeah. If anything, I would say maybe you're slightly more invested in the competitions than I am. Wow, shots fired. Um, I mean, I like to just, it's nice to be validated sometimes. And it's also kind of cool to say like, yeah, I competed in that and I won something. Um, Even if you don't win something, it's just kind of nice to just do it. Like the masquerade was a ton of fun and we met so many people there. We didn't win anything. But it was just so cool to be around people who equally enjoyed cosplay and get to meet and know them. And then just nerding out with people on that level, like seeing the details and everything that they have put into their costumes and the different hydraulics that happen for things like spending four hours backstage, just nerding out, talking about techniques, talking about everyone's experience. It's so much fun. Yeah, I think as a cosplay podcast, maybe we should see if our press passes to any conventions will allow us to go backstage at a competition. Because I don't want to compete, but I think it would be so cool to kind of go around and talk to the competitor. Uh, uh, I reckon I would get in the way being just like 100% realistic because I'd be like, look at this over here. I can't. Yeah, well, that's like maybe before, like when they're like lining up or like waiting for judging. That would be something, but like actually during the show, A, that's like usually my favorite part of the convention is watching 
the costume contest. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I just, I don't, I, I don't think I would. Be, the only thing I, I think, think you have a real issue with was if you saw other people being nervous, I think it would slightly throw you off kilter. I think I'd be a hazard. I think I would be, I just think I'd be a hazard. I think people that were nervous, I would make them more nervous. Cause I'd be like, Oh, how many people you reckon are out there? 20,000, 30,000. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, uh, no, yeah, no, maybe no, not. Maybe not. Like, um, I would. Yeah. Like only. I make, I have, to under, they are uninviting you from backstage as we that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> just being full. Like there's like, that's part of dealing with being neurodivergent or having a mental illness, at least for me is like, knowing your strengths and weaknesses. Cause you know, I don't want someone else to have to deal with my own brain. And like, that's something I have to be very aware of like in airports or on a plane. Oh, like, you're terrible on a plane. Yeah. Not to be like, uh, uh, you know. literally the last time we were on a plane, the first thing she said to me when we started taking off was, <laughs> or no, we were up in the air and she was like, do you think we're high enough that if we crash, we die? And I was yeah. like, Jesse, you we weren't can't. we were not cruising altitude yet. We were still above the airport. And it's one of those things that's so hard. I was like, are we like 200 feet up or are we like thousands of feet up? It's just interesting to me, stuff like that. So I have to be very aware. Uh, so anyway, that's I think it would be bad. Like interesting for the podcast, yes, but uh I would make people nervous. I'm very aware of that because I'd be like, mm, <laughs> a lot of good competition here oh the pretty bright lights <laughs> out there people how- out there yeah. watching you yeah. yeah i'd be like how many lumens do you think those light bulbs are what do you think their electricity <laughs> bill is how hot do you think those light bulbs get those are good distracting stage? techniques though that actually might yeah. be calming <laughs> i mean maybe maybe how many bones do you think you break if you walked off the edge of the stage okay these are we're back just- at no <laughs> <laughs> yeah these are things and these the are things that three. just yeah, I was gonna say these things are just things that come to my to my mind just thinking about a hypothetical stage. If there was a real <laughs> stage there, I'd be terrible. I'd be a thousand times worse. It, I should have like a like a full blown mask or something. Like I should just go in a big Totoro. There you go. I can't keep yeah. He's, yeah, like he's soothing. Nobody's gonna yeah. be like if Totoro was like. A lot of people out there, you'd be like, okay, Totoro, that's okay. I'm brave. I can do it. (laughs) (laughs) I think, hopefully. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, uh, What is your favorite uh, historical time period to cosplay? (laughs) I feel like you need to start first. (laughs) I mean, I think Renaissance. Like that is. So what, what part of Renaissance? Italian Renaissance. You know, like Italian yeah. Renaissance? We just got done with an Italian Renaissance costume. Oh, oh no, Elizabeth, Elizabethan as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like those, those are my favorite. That's my bread and butter. Mm. Italian was pretty cool. I, I'm not going to lie. I love making that one. Uh, just it, it was nice with the high waist and I don't know, just more flattering with a pear shape like me. <laughs> what about you? Uh, I like more like not necessarily historical but like you know like I love doing pirates so that's not really a time frame fantasy yeah we we did fairies at one point too which was a lot of fun but the wings were real a real pain (laughs) we figured it out now we we, we know how to do it 
Um, and then we were dragons too. We were how to train your dragon. And that was a lot of fun. So I, I would say, yeah, probably the, the more fantasy stuff more so than the period stuff. So one of you will be like, I want to do a historical on an Elsa and then you just go along with it and vice versa for like the more um, just themed or because it doesn't sound like you're really into the historical stuff as much. I am when she mentions a period like uh, (laughs) this next one we're doing uh, medieval um, more kind of like in line with the Sherwood Forest Fair that we have here. Uh Um, and so she'll, she'll kind of throw it at me and I'll look at, uh, she sends me a bunch of dresses and things like that of that period. And then I get really excited about it. But for me, it's hard to pinpoint uh, different historical periods. They all kind of just like blend together for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's more about, she kind of sends me the period. I get to look at the stuff and be like, oh, I can do a twist on this. So that's what gets me excited personally. I'm definitely yeah. more the researcher of the two. Basically like our process when we start I go through a deep dive of whatever period we're going to do. And it usually coincides with the event that we're going to. Going to a Renaissance fair, it'll be something Renaissance. If we're going to a medieval, medieval, we've done Vikings. And I'll start a Pinterest board that is just historical costumes, uh, historical references, uh, techniques, different uh, types of jewelry and embellishments. And then once we get that going, like I send it to her and I'm like, hey, these are some great resources. Let me know what you think. Is this something you're interested in? And if it just doesn't jive with you, we'll do something else. Yeah, we collab on everything. Um, it's definitely like, a, okay, well, we kind of want to do this period. What characters do we want to do with it? Or we then start with the characters and then say, what period do we want to do with it? So we, we definitely talk it out and we have cause plans probably that would go on forever if we wanted to (laughs) already listed what have been some of your favorite cosplays um okay so I know that Stephanie you said you just have the one like non-mashup yeah only one uh screen accurate so I I want to know what your favorite mashup is and then if you have a favorite non-mashup either way favorite cosplays you've done um so I think my oh gosh (laughs) Because I, I was going to say that my favorite screen accurate one is uh, Kira from uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. But I just, I love Ab- Agatha. She's so much fun. Because you did such a great <laughs> job at Agatha. <laughs> one of my favorite mashups, I think the most fun I've had in a cosplay is our Mario Brothers. Yes! <laughs> that is some of the most fun I've had ever going back to what we were kind of talking about earlier of people kind of processing that is the <laughs> most funny processing that we have seen out of all times there's people that are just like they pass by and then they're like wait mario and luigi and they just like they <laughs> flip out and then they'll be like oh you have the question mark as your tutor necklace and oh you have like you know the the, the bullet um, bills and yeah. the uh, piranha plants yeah up the the pants and it's just they ha- make this connection and it's really funny and then like we've had guys tell us too they're like i'm i'm so confused i'm attracted to you and it's like well we're actually <laughs> girls as guys so you know the the other part that's a lot of fun is the people that come up to us and go you know, you almost look like you could be Mario and Luigi in two oh my gosh. times. <laughs> it's just That's funny to crazy. hear people's reactions. And then also like we did those the year that the, uh, the mushroom hats were really popular at the Renaissance Fair. 
Yes. And so we were just going around as Mario and Luigi in awe of all the mushrooms. <laughs> so do you have any future dream cosplays? So it can be something that you're like actually planning or just, you know, uh, maybe not all that realistic dream. Uh, you're, it's a choose your own adventure as far as I'm concerned. Pedro, yeah, the one that we're currently working on is one of Stephanie's dreams. I know, I'm so excited. <laughs> um, so my dream cosplay has always been to be Sailor Moon, but unfortunately, Carissa has never actually watched Sailor Moon. I, I'm in the process of it right now. I'm, uh-huh. I'm mm-hmm. doing it. Mm-hmm. She's adulting <laughs> her way into it. <laughs> I'm, I'm halfway through the second season. Uh, it's fine, it's fine. Um, so it's always been my dream because when I was like 13, I, I dressed in like one of my first probably cosplays. You can actually say cosplays is because I actually made it, um, was of Sailor Moon, but man, it was so bad. So like, I am so excited to revisit her because I am a hundred percent Usagi. I am a klutz. I love food. I'm a little ditzy. She is me in, in animation form outside of Anna. Um, they're both kind of the people that I am most like so that's why I love doing Anna so much and now I'm really excited to do Sailor Moon and then Stephanie made a good case for which uh, Sailor Scout she thought I was and then I looked at a bunch of pictures and picked a villain (laughs) because that's what she does she picks villains she's just like oh yeah no I want to cackle so this is the villain I'm gonna yeah that I can't wait to see yours I actually just saw that um I don't know, one of the times we were messaging and I was like, oh, they said what their next costume is going to be. And I was like, that's so funny because we are getting ready to do um, for this next com we're going to, we're doing uh, Loki and Thor Sailor Scouts. I mean, nice. Jesse's going to be more oh Sailor Moon. Oh my God, Moon. that's awesome. We're just yeah. like trading characters back and forth. I know. Forth. So uh, what are you doing next year? Maybe we'll converge together. <laughs> uh, we've not gotten any, we've not gotten yeah, any further than that. Literally, <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, I still I think wanna... we need to get all of our Jurassic Park characters together. Um. <laughs> I can't tell you. I showed that to Jesse when you guys posted it, and we had, you know, already had ours together for Comic Palooza. And I was like, how funny is this? Like, we just keep swapping characters uh-huh. with them. Part of that might also be the fact that, like, you know, duos, like, specifically, like I said, you know, if it's a larger group, it's hard to find two that, like, make sense to go together sometimes. Like, you know, like Thor and Loki make sense to go together, but like, you know, Thor and Ant-Man don't make a whole lot of sense to go together. Right. Yeah. So like, I mean, I guess it could, I don't know. (laughs) Do whatever you want. I don't know. Well, now I feel bad because I'm afraid there's going to be someone who's doing Thor and Ant-Man. Yeah. We don't want to offend anyone. That lady said we didn't go together. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you are a cosplay bully now. Congratulations. <laughs> not why meant. It's not why meant. Okay, ladies, thank you so much for being on with us today. Um, before we let you go, would you please tell everybody where they can find you and your amazing work? Uh, yeah, we are Historically Laced on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Historicallylaced at gmail.com if you want to email us. <laughs> <laughs> But we're most known to post on Instagram and TikTok. So if you want to find us, those are the best places. We hope that everybody goes to check them out. So thank you guys so much for being on with us. And we hope to see you uh, soon.
Yeah. Oh, we are going to be a comic palooza this year if y'all are going to be there. We're not. Oh. I ha- have had a plan with my mom for her 60th birthday um, that weekend and we're going to Disney. And so when they announced it, I almost cried because I was like, Jesse, I can't go. And then she uh, scheduled a Disney trip for the exact well, same time. That's, so. that's, that's, that's acceptable. A perfect ex- yeah, yeah. That's, that's a fine excuse. Not, in fairness, mine will be over before comic palooza so technically i could go you could go it would be hard for me to do much with the podcast without Paige because i um Paige does the whole marketing side of things clearly i just figured out how to like uh instagram posts sorry about that by the way you're going to get a lot of notifications of me creeping through here well i'm like this picture and I, but I see, why don't I see these on my Instagram? I just see. Jesus. What picture are you talking about? It's uh, they're Catwoman and Poison Ivy. Oh, there's before. Well, I then you need to y'all. follow them. I do follow them. I'm almost positive that I do. That because one's I real old. We haven't posted earlier. that one in a long time. Oh, uh, that might be why, but like it yeah. should, but it, I would have, I want it to show me that. <laughs> How do I make Instagram show me? Just I the more of this, the more of this stuff of their stuff that you like, the more it'll bump it up in your well, algorithm. Well, I'm working on that. Ah, <laughs> like this stuff, like I can't because when I go, I'm on my computer now. I know I sound a thousand years old. You really when do. I go to, when I go to Instagram on my phone and I click on like someone's Instagram, it's like two pictures. I don't see all this stuff. This is bunches yeah they've got a lot of cosplays maybe you should have done this before the episode (laughs) well i didn't know i did i went to instagram on my phone but this wasn't none of this was there it was like maybe nine pictures i'm gonna write a book called cosplaying with my grandma it was nine (laughs) it was like nine pictures it was nine pictures we'll submit a forward for you i like please do How do I make it show me more than nine? Can you scroll? No. Oh. What an adventure this has been. Such an adventure. And you know what? You're recording it at all. (laughs) How much of the world am I missing? A lot. Gosh dang it. Everyone has more than nine pictures on Instagram. (laughs) Yep. I thought everyone had nine. I swear to God. Oh. Oh my gosh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm so happy we were here to share this realization. I'm so glad yeah. that you guys yeah. got Please this. leave this part in. If I follow <laughs> you from the alt account on Instagram and you're like, that's weird. She's only liked nine pictures. I thought you only had nine pictures until now. I thought like Instagram was like Snapchat and it like deleted the older stuff and it only was nine. <laughs> Lord help me um yeah so we hope that you guys enjoyed our interview with historically lace um we've talked about them a lot before and we just uh think that they've got some really cool ideas and obviously we have quite a bit in common with them so we just wanted to kind of share we like sharing people that we think are cool with you listener uh so that's what we've done today you can follow along with us we are on facebook and instagram at cosplaying cocktails pod or uh we're over on the TikTok at cosplay and cocktails. You can send us things or just follow along. Um, or if you really want to send us an in-depth message, you can do that over on the email. That's where Jesse hangs out. 
now I hang out on Instagram. Now you're attached to Instagram. On the new Instagram. The new Instagram, which is the same Instagram it's been, just it's, not for you. It's new to me on the computer. There's more. Uh, you what can, can they send me? Oh, cute animals, mm-hmm. interesting plants and mushrooms, weird fish pick. Uh, people we should have on the, the podcast. Uh, yeah. To interview them, cool people. Like I said, we like, uh, you know, having discussions with other cosplayers. We learn stuff. Uh, hopefully, you learn stuff and have a good time. Uh, so, who should we have on? Uh, cosplay ideas for us, uh, cosplays that you've done that you're proud of that you want us to feature. Cons uh, we should go to. Cons we should go to is a huge one. Cons mm-hmm. uh, we should, yeah, cover. Oh, cocktail recipes, mocktail recipes. What do you put in your board, listener? Uh, what's a good Borg name that I can steal? You know what Borg. Borg was before this episode? Did you know that Instagram was more than nine pictures this before this episode? Uh, yeah. Did you know that there's more than nine pictures per person on Instagram? There's a whole world out there on Instagram. Yeah. A whole world. Sometimes your friend that you thought you know is posting beautiful plant pictures. And Amy? Bugs. And you didn't even know. Yeah, no idea. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'm liking them all. Someone's going to do a wellness check on me. Answers to the I'm going to ask you a question. Uh, Today's question was, what are some gaps in your um, cosplay or nerddom knowledge? Uh, Or, you know, a former gap. You don't know what the current gaps are obviously yeah uh questions what's a question you're curious about uh episode ideas i think that's the the lot of what you can can send you can send it to the website that also goes to the email our website has all of our episodes sorted by um uh topic and by season so if you're looking for a specific episode you Mm -hmm. can find it there you can also uh, message us, like I said, uh, our website is podpage.com forward slash cosplay pod. If you want to email us instead, our email, if you'd rather email us directly, uh, maybe you don't want to go to the website, uh, you just have a little message. You can send your little message to our email which is cosplay and cocktails pod at gmail.com. That's that's gmail.com. That's right, buddy. You got it. It seems um, too short. It's getting, it's getting, it's getting shorter to say. It's the same. It's the no, same. But like, you know what I mean? All right. Um, are we done? Oh, I was done long ago. I reckon, I reckon we're done reckon okay bye. Bye. bye have fun on the new instagram i will can't wait to see all the five thousand things you're gonna send me because that i've seen years ago because <laughs> <laughs>